0: Hello there, I'm Kiel Serone and Beatmaker And welcome to the Monday Mindset And on this episode, we're going to discuss Understanding Our Domestication and Attachments Part 1 Domestication She tried to convince him to eat more by offering him a reward for doing what she wants. This is the first tool of domestication, guilt and shaming, which is a second tool of domestication. The boy learns that by complying with the rules of the dream, he can earn a reward. And in this case, he is a good boy in the eyes of his grandmother and receives her love and encouragement anytime guilt and shame are deployed as tools to provoke action discounts any good that has been achieved don miguel Self-domestication is the act of accepting ourselves on the condition that we live up to the ideals we have adopted from others in the dream of the planet, without ever considering if those ideals are what we truly want. Don Miguel Self-domestication is to live vicariously, through someone else's personality, hopes, goals, aspirations, and dreams. To find yourself being coded into an identity that is completely separate from the human experience you were born to live. That is why insecurity is the ammunition of self-domestication. As you find yourself upon the firing squad within the dream of the planet, As parents, peers, culture, and society raise their rifles and fire upon your identity, so do they take aim at your soul. A thousand clowns, some would say. The hive mentality, I would postulate. To be tamed by self-domestication is to forsaken the essential reality. Exchange your soul for a false sense of security. Such patriotic acts oppose your individual hero or heroine's journey. To live life without experiencing yours. Blasphemy. Heresy, I say, to allow any form of self-domestication that denies individual self-actualization is a sin on humanity and denies the world its heroes, builders, and shamans. Why live up to the ideals that were never your own? Why live a life that was never yours? Why die without experiencing life? Why fight the battles of others while denying the war within? Why give in to the sins of others while forsaking your own? Why succumb to the dream of the planet? I look around and all I see are souls yearning to breathe, gasping for some breath of identity, yearning to break through the surface, yearning to break free from the chains of domestication as Houdini broke through the illusions of improbability. The key difference is that with a preference, you come from a place of self-love and self-acceptance, whereas with domestication, you start from a place of shame, guilt, and not being enough. Don Miguel. They have poisoned, tainted, and corrupted the meaning of self-love and self-acceptance. They have turned self-love and self-acceptance into domestication. that is a twisted upside down that we currently live in. You see, as you look around the, the world, as you look around the environment of Western society in particular, you're seeing domestication being used to eradicate individualism within the community. You're seeing domestication being used to disevolve and disconnect the relationships between children and parents. You're seeing domestication being used to inflict horrific and mind-numbing propaganda upon the populace. You're seeing domestication condone and allow degenerate infidelity and promiscuity to such an extent that children are now being inundated and bombarded with sexually explicit content. You're seeing the domestication into the fall of an empire. you're seeing the domestication of Sodom and Gomorrah. Children are not allowed to be children anymore. Humans are not allowed to be humans. Men and women are not allowed to be women or men. And you see, at a time in our life now, these domestications are destroying humanity as it is. We are not allowed to grow and evolve evolve into the true potentiality that our ancestors and forefathers have dreamed and wished for us, that ancient and past civilizations have accomplished. But as you see today, they probably fell victim to the same thing that you see now, domestication, complacency, to such an extent extent that self-love is to condone and allow excess of bodily weight costing people's livelihoods that self-love allows for the abuse of the medical industry, that self-acceptance allows for extracurricular adult activities to be made public and normalized within society. What should have been behind closed doors is now open for the public. And now those of us who advocate for the essential reality, advocate for being true to our humanity, advocating for a wholesome, respectful humanity, we are shamed and guilted into being not good enough to accept the false reality that the society and government wishes to instill upon us through their hive mentality, machinations, and spells and propaganda. See, in the art of living, self-love and self-acceptance improves upon one's individuality within the community while traversing humanity. The art of living is a practice that understands that domestication is but a challenge to our Personhood, to our capabilities, to our fears and insecurities. We are well aware that our preference is based upon the journey that we live. Our preferences are based upon the lessons we have learned our preferences are based upon the ability to improve our personal universe while uplifting and supporting our friends, families, and lovers, while improving upon the entirety of the universe. We believe in promoting a better life to live, not just for yourself, but for all. For those who embrace the art of living, they are leaders when needed and followers when asked. Because a true individual, a great individual, a humble individual, an individual that continuously practices and studies in their continued education units in the art of living, They know when to lead and they know when to follow. Because they know that their preferences give them the capabilities to be such an individual, to live such a life, to speak such words, to act with such actions. We are not like the fascists, we are not like the communists, we are not the hive mentality that so eloquently and loves to promote itself at such a practitioner of the Marxist fascist ideology. We see them for what they are, And we combat them as warriors of light. For they live in darkness and they, and they cannot stand the light of truth, humility, justice, and respect. but this is not an easy path to live, nor is it not impossible to find, but you as an individual have to be willing and desired, and want to embrace the art of living, to reject the hive mentality. Nobody can make you a better you. But you see, that is the problem. We now live in a, as I say, we live in this world of domestication. It coddles the mind. It coddles the body. So you look around you and you see people of excess weight Excess mental baggage. Excess infidelity and promiscuity. From every girl having an OnlyFans. From every guy paying to pretend to be in love with one. We have domesticated our youth into incels and whores, communists, and degenerates, facilitated by the previous generation. Such tainted Rhetoric, such domestication is destroying our capability to be human, to live, as we allow and, compl- and and comply with governmental overreach that takes away our informed consent, that takes away our ability to decide how our money should be spent. Yet so many people in this country and in the Western world have been domesticated to advocate for genocide and ethnic cleansing and World War III. And you are shamed and you have guilt placed upon your head for denouncing war and violence, for denouncing genocide. The Western world is being domesticated into desensitivity. how are we supposed to live if all we see around us is people living a lie being domesticated into a lie that costs them the very Air they breathe. It's such a shame. However, I have hope. I have hope. I'm not afraid. For I see those awakening as the veil continues to get lifted. I see those standing up. Even if it is but a whimper, I can still hear their voices. But we as warriors of light, we need to fight this domestication. We need to advocate for our brothers and sisters. I know that for some they are far too gone and the Kool-Aid they have ingested has replaced their veins of blood. But we can't lose the next generation to the hive mind. We cannot be afraid of the shame and guilt they threaten us with. We cannot be afraid of the games they play. We cannot be afraid of the war they wish to have for we will not fight it. We will not die for it. We choose life and peace over conquest and destruction. We will not be your harbingers of death and prophets. We will not be domesticated by your filth and propaganda. We, as warriors of light, we will never comply. We will multiply. and we will break free from the chains of resistance. Once you decide for yourself with a clear mind that a particular idea or belief works for you, there's nothing wrong with maintaining it. The point is that you make a conscious choice. Don Miguel. You're only as weak as the strength you give towards self-domestication. As all ideas or beliefs are all susceptible to becoming attachments or domestication, rather than a guide or path to walk upon in accordance to your individuality within the art of living. I see the struggle. I see this pain as I navigate the hive mind of a thousand clowns who have given up their conscious choice to live on cruise control unconsciously, allowing their ideals and beliefs to become and to determine their longevity their perception of reality and physicality. So many are willing to urgently desire to give up their conscious choice, to give up their consciousness wholeheartedly. And for what? I ask you this. What do you gain? Relieving yourself of the functionality of personhood. Many of you drink the Kool-Aid without even taking a sip. You gobble it down as if it was the most chilled beverage of the Gobi Desert or the last chalice of ambrosia. Why is humanity giving up upon the conscious experience? Why is humanity giving up the most precious gift of existence, individuality? The propaganda, the fear, the machinations, the demons, and spiritual entities that inhabit our reality have made us become our greatest enemies while becoming their greatest meal. They feed off the false reality. The domestication that is brought through such falsities that domesticate us as children, inspire us as teens, and manipulate us as adults. That is their bread and butter their mead, their lecture of life. We are warriors of light, shall deny them the fruits of their labor. For there will be no last meal, only the taste of blood on their tongues, fear in their eyes, horror in their voice, as a plea for forgiveness and a quick end. But there will be no mercy, For they will be crucified upon the mind's eye For the false reality to see the actuality of our individuality As we feed our demons The light of our godhood Bear witness as they become bloated and full Shiny and chrome Our prized possession Our immaculate conception as we consciously embrace the art of living, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Monday Mindset. To learn more about myself and how you can support The Monday Mindset, head over to my Patreon page at Ronan Art and Music. That's Ronan Art and Music. If you're interested in reaching out, follow me on social media on Twitter, Ronan Art and Music, or at me at kiosronin, Kios k o i o s r o n i n. On Instagram, follow me at roninart underscore music. And if you prefer to email, hit me up at the Mondaymindset 009 at gmail.com. That's the Mondaymindset zero zero nine at gmail.com and that is all lowercase. If you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service, please make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. Leave a comment and a review and slap that notification bell. On Apple Podcasts, please make sure to subscribe, rate the podcast and leave a review as this will help me and the podcast grow. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true and much love.